wondrous grace. Thank you, dear God. Thank you, Jesus. We have a Bible tonight. Let us turn to the book of Romans, chapter 6. The book of Romans, chapter 6. Good to be in God's house tonight to worship Him in spirit and in truth and to get a good touch and refreshing from His presence. Romans, chapter 6. Verse 17, But God be thanked that ye were the servants of sin, but ye have obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine which was delivered you. I'd like to preach for a little night on from the heart. You may be seated. I have uh, read in the Bible... John's account, he talked about troubled hearts, and the book of Acts talked about slow hearts, unbelieving hearts. It's important, and then I think, too, the book of Acts chapter 8, did it not speak about a heart that wasn't right? It's so important that in getting the opportunity that has been afforded to every human being on the top side of God's green earth, every continent, every tribe of people, every nationality, every language and dialect, that everybody 
has this opportunity. And it's so important to recognize and to react properly to the opportunity, the heavenly opportunity that the Lord is making available, has made available to each and every one. There are people, according to the book of Acts, that did not recognize. The book of Acts was the book where the church was given birth to by Jesus, the church that Jesus started, and how that church began to go forth into all the world. And there were people that looked upon what God was doing, and they just went through the motions. It is also recorded, particularly uh, in the book of Jude, that there were certain ones that had crept in unawares. And the Bible talked about them even as being tares among the wheat, that they would be lookalikes and hypocrites. I listened uh, the other day. I was in a little business meeting, and not too far away from me were sitting three people, and they were, I could hear them. And, oh, they had terrible mouths, potty mouths, you know, just terrible. And uh, uh, I was trying to engage in this business conversation about the Bible, and, and, uh, and every once in a while their voices would rise over from this other area, and, and they were talking about a particular place where people go and they congregate together and they claim to uh, believe in Jesus Christ. And the man was talking about them, and he was calling them hypocrites. And he was giving reasons why. And, uh, you know, there are an awful lot of hypocrites in this world. There are people that say one thing and do another. There are people that, as the Bible used the term, the motions of sin. There are people that are just going through the motions. There are people that are mechanical. There are people that, as the Scripture outlines, that there the seed falls on the top of the soil. And they believe for a little while, and yet they don't last. The Bible teaches that the, the uh, enemy comes in like a buzzard, and he scoops up that good seed of the Word of God. There's nothing wrong with God's Word. It is certified seed, and you, we get begotten by that Holy Word. But there are people that, that don't believe it from their heart, and because they don't, the enemy is able to come in and swoop in and take that seed right out of their heart. They can come to a good Holy Ghost service and enjoy everything and hear the preaching and go right on out and have good intentions, shall we say. I'm going to go back. I'm going to start living for God. And Next thing you know, you do not see them again. They wind up in some type of a religion or they just wind up in the club and they're not doing anything involved with the truth of the Scriptures. As was stated that Jesus said and was quoted tonight, he that believeth on me as the Scripture hath said. That's the individual that's going, that Paul was inspired to write and say, you were the servant of sin. But thank God you have believed from your heart that form of doctrine which was delivered you, that when it came your way, as it is written in the book of Acts chapter 2, the first day of the church, there were those among the congregation, the crowd of people that were beholding the outpouring of the Spirit of the Lord. They were in that service and they saw what took place. They heard what took place and they cried out and said, what shall we do? And then Peter, inspired by Jesus Christ's Spirit, said, repent 
and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And those people that believe from their heart, they were added to the church. They received the Holy Ghost. They were baptized in Jesus' name. And the Lord is looking for people to believe from their heart. Not looking for you to do some little superficial thing. He's not looking for you to just say a bunch of meaningless words that you know you don't mean it yourself. You know you're not going to follow through. You know you're not going to keep your word about what you're saying. The seed also, the Bible said, in the second case fell, and it didn't find any depth of earth. It didn't get down in the soil deep enough. In the soil of the heart, it didn't get down there deep enough to where the person was believing from their heart. No, it couldn't find that depth. And so, first news, you know, a little criticism came along, or somebody made fun or made light of that individual, and they withered away, and they no longer would give their heart to God and to his word if you please and then the seed did fall upon that thorny ground and the Bible teaches that it would begin it began to show promise and potential of bringing forth the fruit but then the book said that the cares of this life and the deceitfulness of sin came in and began to choke that seed out of their heart lest they should believe from their heart this is not something that you do superficially this is not for the top minner where the little bit is this is for some depth is it not written in Psalms that deep cried unto deep you gotta come from the depths of of your inner person. You've got to come from that part of you that's eternal. You've got to come from that part of you that's created after the image and the likeness of God. That part of you that is real. That part of you that is spiritual. And you've got to mean business. You've got to believe from your heart. This isn't a handshaking, card signing. Little, this is not a, uh, some little club. This is not people that are, are just dedicated to trying to do some little nice thing for somebody and feel a conscience soother out of that. That is not what this is about. This is about you believing from your heart. When the doctrine comes your way, you believe it. When the doctrine of the Lord Jesus Christ is presented to you in love and in wisdom and in subject matter, then you're to believe it from your heart. You're to give yourself to it. I know a man that was uh, here one time, and, and uh, he was a good man at that time. Good treasure was in his heart. And uh, in the restroom, we had some hand towels come in, packages of them, and packages of, of toilet tissue and what have you, and it had to be put away under the cabinet. And so uh, there was a, and it, two, two men in the church, younger men in the church, that were standing there, and, and uh, one of them, he began to just take a thing, just throw it in there take another, throw it in there. And, you know, everything was just messy and falling around. And the other person bent down and took everything and fixed it all, orderly and right. And the, and the gentleman, the brother in the church, the older man, he looked at the first guy and he said, now why couldn't you do it like that? Well, the answer was because his heart wasn't in it. Many times people just do a thing slipshod lackluster, without any enthusiasm, without any zeal about them, because it's not 
coming from their heart. If you're going to be successful and you plan to go to heaven, and I'm talking spiritually successful, and you plan to go to heaven, and you got to get this thing coming from your heart. You've got to get it from the depths of the inside of you. You can't just live it some, some little blase way, some slipshod way. Anything will go. Anything will do. No, it's got to come from your heart. That means it's important. That means it's without value. It's got so much value, it's priceless. You believe from your heart. You know, when you believe from your heart, first of all, he said, thank God you believe from your heart to these people he spoke, he wrote, and he was inspired to say. And when you believe from your heart, you're not going to be somebody that's going to fall out of the race, but you're going to be somebody that finishes the race. Sometimes the one can be described that finishes the race because they had heart. They were bringing it from their heart. They were able to reach down and find a depth and a reserve, a reserve of love, a reserve of appreciation, a reserve of thankfulness and commitment and dedication. They're not interested in falling out. They're not interested in turning right or turning left or going backwards. But these people are believing from their heart. They're pressing forward and toward the mark for the prize of the high calling that's in the church, the body of Christ. They're looking forward to entering in between those pearly gates on that street of gold. They want to go down the straight and the narrow. They're not interested in being here on Sunday and then being absent on Monday through Saturday, but they got their heart in this thing. Their, their, their heart is in the church. Their heart is in the work of God. They're believing from their heart. That means from the deep inside, from the depths of their soul, if you please. It's not not something that's light with them. It's not something that's unimportant with them. This is the major priority of their life. This is what they're building their life around. The truth, the doctrine, the message, the beauty of God's holiness, the greatness of His Spirit and His power. This is important to you. It's the most important thing in your life when you believe from your heart. When you're worshiping from your heart. Worshippers that worship Him in spirit and truth worship from their heart. They're not sitting in service daydreaming about something else, wishing they were somewhere else doing something else. Matter of fact, if they're doing it from their heart, they're fighting all those kind of thoughts off. They're pushing those things away. They're telling the devil and the buzzard that's trying to come down and sweep into your life, you're telling them to get out of here. You ever read in the, in the uh, uh, Old Testament about Abraham? when he made a sacrifice and he had that sacrifice out there and the old buzzards came along to get it and he took his coat and he started waving it at him. Started waving it at him. Get out of here, buzzard. Get out of here. You can't have my sacrifice. Come on, church family. But it's from your heart. You're going to get rid of the devil. You're going to resist him and he's going to get out of here. You're going to tell him, I'm here to worship. I'm here to praise him. I'm here to magnify him. I will lift my hands and my heart into the name of Jesus Christ and I will not be deterred. I'm not going to let the enemy, you know, come in there and mess things up. You know, I was a a lot younger man. I'm still young. I'm just younger. And I uh, told somebody the other day, age is a number and mine's unlisted. They said, I like that. I'm going to use that. 
I said, no charge. <laughs> Amen. No claim was original with me. But uh, much younger man, I, I remember, you know, when the very last thing that you did at practice was run wind sprints. And it was the very last thing in your life you wanted to do. But uh, I remember there were times when I drugged. There was times when I said, my ankle hurts, Coach, and I really can't do it today. You know, he knew. You know, he knew. He knew. That's how come we named certain young men over on this side Wimpy and fast asleep. Because when he doesn't want to work, he just sleeps. Or he got a bad back or something like that. And uh, no names. And uh, those who know, know. <laughs> but uh, I remember, I remember bailing out on a few of those wind sprints. You'd have to race 50 yards, and then you'd have to race 60 yards, and then 70 yards, and then 80 yards, and then 100 yards, and then from end to end, 120 yards. And after you'd been in a rough practice, you didn't want to run 10 yards, much less 110 yards. And, uh, of course, you didn't want to be last. You know, that 330-pound lineman, he's going to be last. You know, if you're weighing half that, they're expecting you to get there first. And if you're not, it's kind of telltale, you know what I'm saying. So, uh, but I remember on those days, man, when I'd put my heart into it, I could be right up there on the front line. And, uh, but on those days when my heart wasn't in it, I was sitting on the steps taking my cleats off ahead of everybody else. You know, there's a difference when you put your heart into it, when you believe from your heart. There's a difference in how you serve him when you're serving him from your heart. When you're putting everything into it, then you're not going to be late to church. You're going to be in prayer. You're going you're gonna to do at least everything you can to be there. I've known, I've known of men and women in God that they, they, they said, forget it. There just won't be any snack going straight to church. They made that sacrifice. Or they had a sandwich and grabbed a bottle of water and hit the door because it was important to be to church on time. It's important to be in pre-service prayer. They do claim if you're not punctual, you're sending, shouting out a message that it's not important. But if you're on time, you're saying this is important. They say when you're not on time for an appointment that you're sending a message to the other person that your time is not important. Don't send God a message that his time is not important. You tell God, I'm going to do everything I can, Lord. I'm going to be on time. I'm going to be there, God. If my dress is a little wrinkled, so be it. If my, if my shirt's a little wrinkled or my tie's undone, so be it. Let me be running out the door. Let me be hitting it down to the church house. It's important. Let me get in there and put my heart into this thing. I want to put my heart into prayer. I want to put my heart into praise. I want to put my heart into giving. I want to put my heart into believing. Believing. I want to believe from my heart. I want to do that. Everybody said praise the Lord. People who believe from their heart are people who get baptized in water in the name of Jesus Christ. And they get their sins fully pardoned. People who believe from their heart receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. People who believe from their heart not only are getting saved, but they're staying saved. They get pulled out of the fire and the miry clay and the quicksand of sin, and they get their feet placed on a solid rock, and they're believing. They continue to believe 
from their heart. This is not something you believe in one night and you're not believing in it the next night. This is not for the double-minded or the double-hearted or the double-tongued. This is for people who are going to be believing from their heart. This is not my heart. This is my physical pump. And they even claim it doesn't really pump. It kind of rings like an old-fashioned washing machine. That's what they claim nowadays in research. But it's this right here. It's the seat of my thoughts. It's the seat of my emotions. That is my heart, my heart of hearts that I want to give to him. I want to open the door to it, and I want him to come in, and I want him to bring every good thing that he promised to bring, and I want to believe in what he's saying and what he's doing. I want to take him at his word. I want to be counted among that number when he recounts his worthies as those that are present dancing around his throne because I believed from my heart this was not a fad this is not some passing New York fashion this is not something that just for a little while trumped up and, and, and built up by some human mind this is what God Almighty declared and I want to believe it from my heart I want to put everything into it I don't want to play a game not a joke. No wonder it's said about being sober-minded, to be vigilant because there's an enemy going around, the enemy of your soul, and he wants to steal, wants to steal your opportunity. He wants to steal your heavenly opportunity to believe from your heart this doctrine, this true doctrine of the Lord Jesus Christ. I met somebody one time many years ago and knocking doors and witnessing and, and the individual the word doctrine came up and you know they were so filled with their religion their own man made human ideas and beliefs that they didn't respond very well to salvation and uh, the word doctrine came up and the person who's claiming to be also saved all of a sudden their countenance just changed it got so ugly and they shot at him and said doctrine I don't like that word, doctrine. And I said, well, I said, you must not be reading your Bible very much. I said, because it's in there a whole bunch of times. <laughs> you know, the doctrine of the Lord, the set, fixed, firm belief, a set of beliefs that are built around Jesus Christ. And you want to start believing those set of fixed, firm tenets of the faith that is once and for all delivered unto the church. You want to start believing that from your heart. And then we can say thanks be to God for somebody that will respond in a favorable manner, in a believing manner to chapter and verse. That it says it right here. And you look at it and you say, that's it. I believe it. You know, you believe it from your heart. You're not going to argue with it. You're not going to try to rationalize your way out of it. You're not looking for some little handshake or some little social club or social gospel. You're looking for the power and the authority that's in the name of Jesus Christ. You're looking for what's going to change you for the good and give you an eternal hope of a life beyond this life that there is a world to come. You want to believe from your heart. Thanks be to God that you were the servant of sin but no longer now you're the servant of righteousness because you believe from your heart let's lift our hearts with our hands thank you Jesus thank you Jesus got me put
my heart into this believing here, Lord. Let me put my heart into it. Don't let me play a game. Don't let me engage in nonsense and just going through the motions of religion. Some little club somewhere. I'm not, I'm not looking to just based on family and friends. I'm looking for truth here, Lord. I need truth. I want to believe the truth from my heart. I want that, Lord. I want that for me. I want that for those I love. I want that for people everywhere. Everybody said praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Come on, let's worship him here. Thank you, Jesus. With my whole heart. My whole heart. Not a part of it. My complete heart. With my whole life. I'm fight every day to keep giving you all of it, Lord. I live it for you. Thank you, Lord. Take my heart. Every secret part. Wholehearted. Wholeheartedly, my whole heart, my complete heart. Come on. Whole 